So how's this? Can you hear me good on this? I can hear you. I... Is it allowing us to record like that? Um, it says we're connected. It says recording. I don't know if I hear the volume. Oh, yeah. the... So should be okay. Oh, not bad. So I don't really have to scream at all then, don't I? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, not bad. Well, uh, welcome everybody. It's me, Tony the Kid, and uh, this is a test uh, test on the new new recording app that we're going to be doing with Anchor. So, Anchor, thank you for sponsoring us and taking care of us. Of course, doing our podcasting and distributing our podcast everywhere that's needed. Now, recording guys, we're going just going live real fast with everybody. Of course, just because Crown Jewel just ended over there in Saudi Arabia for the WWE event, and direct. Director, Steve, Steve, same director. Now, I'm getting old. So, old man RJ watched it, and I want to get his two cents in to kind of inform me what he thinks about the show. Now, we all know Crown Jewel hasn't really had a great uh, track record when it comes to matches um, and things of that nature because we all know we've seen the Undertaker and Goldberg match, didn't end so well. We've seen the Kane and Undertaker versus. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H didn't end so well. And I don't know what's the common denominator here, but oh man, RJ, it seems like Undertaker was the common, denom- common denominator in all these bad matches. So Goldberg decides to step up in there again today and face Bobby Lashley. So before we get jump to that match, let me know what you think about the whole event. Let me know. You know how I think you and uh, on your sports show of uh. Rejects in the booth. I think you do like a what, what stood out to you or something like that. I forget how it is. Right. Um. Let me let me give you my uh three matches that stood out for people who want to watch Crown Jewel. If you want to like skip a lot of stuff and right. watch just these matches, I recommend the Hell in Cell match, Edge against Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins against Edge. Uh, that was pretty good, man. Pretty good Hell in Cell match. All right. Uh, and that's Edge's second one, too, by the way. Um, Queen's crown match, just if you want to see the crowning of the new queen, uh, Zelina Vega versus Doudrop, Doudrop or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, Xavier Woods versus Finn Balor was decent. So those two are like one match together. Right, so my top three would be Edge against Seth Rollins. Big E versus Drew McIntyre and Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Everything else sucked. No, actually, Gober did good. <laughs> Gober's uh, match against Bobby Lashley was pretty good. Uh, All right. You, for real, nowadays, you you know, Gober match is not like a typical Gober match no more. You don't know if he's going to come out and slaughter the guy and beat him or if he's going to actually lose to the guy. That's the one thing I like about the new version of Goldberg is the older he is now, it's more common that you don't know uh, if he's going to get the win. And for a no holds barred match, they pretty much threw down pretty good, uh, him and Bobby Lashley. But I think if given more time and more opportunity, I think they would have had a better fight. Okay. And that's what my about, feedback. What about the King of the Ring part? The gentleman. Uh, Who won the King of the Ring that one? 
Okay, so your King of the Ring uh, now is Xavier Woods, which is rightfully deserved. You know, I think if this is going to push him to become a world champion soon, I hope it does because that would make the uh, New Day a championship stable of not just tag team, but, I mean, both uh, Big E and Kofi have been intercontinental, and I think Kofi has been U.S., or they've both been U.S. also. So if they win the the world title, and if I think if uh, Xavier Woods gets pushed to winning the U.S. and uh, I think Intercontinental, because I don't think he's ever won either of the two, and if okay. he wins the world title himself, then you're looking at not just a regular stable of champions, you're looking at three champions who have been, who become uh, not Triple Crown, Crown, what's the name of it? Um, tip of my tongue. Where if they win the title, they become uh, Grand Slam champions. Wow. So I'm guessing they're trying to do that in the sense of erasing the right now, basically. Yeah. You would. You. I would have to say that's a good. That's a good guess, right? Oh, that's perfect guess. I think they want to do something like that to erase, like not erase, but to. In my mind, it's more like to build new legacies. But all the old legacies are going out. You need new legacies to come in. Um, this will give the new day a new, like, a big achievement. So it would make kind of like for day they're trying to find new ways to build history. Yeah, I agree. That does make sense. And I think that's one thing. When that happened, I was like, yeah, that's well, at least what happened when I found out that Xavier's the top and, you know, the top contention. I'm like, yeah, it looks like they're going to give it to him because look at look at this way. Like you said, Kofi already won the championship, already went his route with titles and stuff like that. Kofi was pretty much the first one. Then Big E is starting to kind of get his little run here and there. And then at that, too, who's left? Xavier Woods. Do you think, you, you think he's going to be left out? Even though I don't – well, I don't know. I got my little if ands, or buts about that gentleman. But, again, I think as far as – who would they have to pick between him and Finn Balor? Sorry, I would have definitely picked Xavier. Which sucks for Finn Balor because this guy comes back from being on NXT, jumps in the matches with Roman, losing those matches, jumps into now going against for the King of the Ring against Xavier, loses that one. So it's like, yeah, just like what happened in the beginning when he first came back or when he first went out to the main roster. He just basically got demoted here and there. Like I don't feel like it's fair. I don't feel like I don't I don't think that's cool to do to that guy. And we all know Vince isn't a, a high flyer little guy type of standard. Like he's always kept those guys, those type of wrestlers, those smaller wrestlers, at a certain position of the of the card, if you have if you want to say. So I feel like that's that's up. I feel like that's not cool and. It just sucks for Finn Balor in his position. That's all I got to say. Because he's creatively a lot better than any of them, in my opinion. But who am I to say? I don't know. So, yeah. Leave it at that. Now, uh, pertaining to that Goldberg match with Bobby Lashley, you said it was pretty good. So, what about the the story? Does it still feel like it's continuing? Do you think there's going to be another match uh, down the road? Oh, I, to me, dude. Uh, if you want to, like, build a storyline that could lead to, like, a pretty good Han Lassell match. Uh, these two guys, they're still green to each other, which means they're not, 
that's the word I'm using is they're not familiar with each other much, but they they're getting their uh, chemistry going now. So I think uh, if they continue the little storyline a little bit more, uh, this would make out to be a pretty good rivalry that could end uh, inside that cage itself, inside Khan itself. Very good. Okay. Now, what about the Seth Rollins and Edge itself, like their rivalry? Is that still brewing up after this Hell in a Cell, or do you think it's closed? Uh, if I'm dead, yeah, I would close it here. Um, there's no reason to continue it after this match because uh, in the history of wrestling, we've always known that Hell in a Cell is the last, uh, the last straw. Unless yeah. you're the Undertaker, then Hell in a Cell leads to a casket match or a very little light match afterwards. But this seems more like to be, uh, you know, the winner of this pretty much closed out the whole entire series. Okay. Very good. Now, let's give the people of all people an understanding of what happened for the main event, of course, everybody. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. What happened with that? Well, Roman Reigns, uh, he retained the belt. Pretty much he knew he would. Um, the thing that they did, was, which was perfect, is they made Brock still look strong by taking, like, uh, he was beating Roman. He almost had the bench one. Uh, he took a spear from Roman when the referee was knocked out. And then he gets up. Um, he's about a, you know, I guess he, like, there's a little thing where uh, Paul Heyman tosses the belt in the ring and says, like, you know what to do? And it's just to play that storyline where they don't know where Paul Heyman's uh, alliance is with. Uh-huh. So, Brock and Roman both grab the belt to like try to knock each other out with it. Uh, the Usos come in, knock out Brock. Then Roman hits him with the belt and the referee comes in and pins him out. Wow. Okay. Hey, that's fine. That's fine with me. That's exactly, if you're a bad guy... And let's put it this way. Of all, right now, Roman's the bad guy, right? If you're mm-hmm. the bad guy, and we all know the history of the bad guys, is that's what they do. They pull out these type of shenanigans in order to keep the title for themselves. Am I right? Isn't that the history? Yeah, actually, you're right. I can't say no. And right. oh, and go ahead. In my mind, I think they're, what they're doing is, uh, from what I see, Roman's going to probably keep the belt. I'm from what I've heard, Rock's not coming back this year, so I guess they're trying to probably say Rock against Brock against Roman. I mean, Rock against Roman for next year, probably. Uh-huh. So in mind, I think uh, this year the only option I have for Roman Reigns would be Drew McIntyre. That's where just true. got drafted to SmackDown, and That's that could be uh, probably somebody on Raw wins the Rumble, and you know um, they'll just have Drew McIntyre versus Roman. Probably during the pre-match, not the main event, but like probably on like day one, and then day two you'll have uh, Big E versus whoever wins the Royal Rumble. Well, that makes sense. In my mind, I've always stated before, and we always discuss this that Roman and Drew McIntyre have always had great chemistry with each other. I've always seen it. And I think that's one thing where I'm actually kind of happy that they didn't have too many you know, too many matches that collided with each other in the sense of who's the bigger alpha dog, like they did with Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. So that's good because right now you can still have all the type of um, 
storylines to mix in between these two because now you can have, you know, Drew saying, oh, I left Raw because I wanted to come here SmackDown because you're talking smack and you're the big guy and, you know, yeah, I couldn't win over there, but guess what? I'm here now and I'm going to win and I'm going to do it for them. Like, be, you know, have that good guy scenario again. So that benefits Drew, but also benefits the story. And in the sense of what we're so accustomed to with previous, you know, storylines, where it's been successful. These type of stories where they build it up and they make sense to why they're going against each other and they're having this deep dialogue uh, either on in the mat, on, on the square circle, a little bit of drama and on the mic and stuff like that, and a little bit of action outside the ring. So this is that time frame, and I, I think that's, that's actually good. Very good. Not bad. You know, okay. another thing that, that uh, makes this, uh, like, Drew versus Roman Reigns, but would make it real good, too, it would be uh, Drew McIntyre is known as the something warrior. I forget the nickname. Celtic? No. No, no, no. Not Celtic. Not that's that, uh, Seamus. Yeah. Oh, is no. it just a Scottish warrior or something like that? Don't ask me. I'm, I'm not European. I have no clue. It could be. Yeah. He, has, he has a sword. And, yeah, they could use the whole, you know, history and they could use the that old, well, you know, warrior versus the... warrior. There'll be uh, the warrior versus the tribal chief, which makes sense. You know, it's a pretty good build-up right there already. Exactly. And they fought before, so this would be like Drew's chance to redeem the loss that he lost to Roman uh, a couple of years back. Back. That is true. Well, I think that's all we got. Uh, old man RJ, what do you think? Anything else to share with the fans at the moment right now, or do you rather leave, leave it for questions and let them comment below and stuff like that so we can get back on board and discuss a little bit more further on the next uh, SmackDown event? Well, you know me, man. I'm I'm tired as it is. I already gave you uh, 14 minutes of my time, and that's all a normal man could give you nowadays. <laughs> so, fans, if you guys want to talk to Tony the Kid on Instagram and chat it out like y'all young y'all youngins do nowadays, y'all go ahead and do it. Uh, y'all want to reach me? Go ahead. I might not reply. I'm sorry, but that's how we are nowadays. We just look at it and be like, ah, next time, you know. So yeah. Um, Hit us, shout us out, you know, talk to us on Instagram or Facebook, too, if you want. That's true. That's true. Well, you're the fans. Look us out. Make sure, like uh, old man said, look us up on Facebook. We're definitely on there. Definitely check us out on Instagram. We are definitely flying on there and moving on that bad boy. Uh, we're also on Twitter. Zach the Mac does his NBA post, his sports stuff on there on Twitter. You will be directly talking with him. We are also going up on there, too, as well. So appreciate the hard, great grind work from the whole team of here at the Reject Rundown Podcast. Going. Going well. Appreciate you guys. Well, otherwise, I'm going to leave the comments below for you guys to make sure you guys send it out for us. Let us know what was your favorite match, what did you did not like about the whole event, and what would you have changed in the event, if anything. I think that's a really good good questionnaire for the you know for the fans and stuff like that. Am I right, old man? Yeah, that's a pretty good question. Very good. All right, guys. Once me, Tony the Kid, signing off. See you on another day, another dollar, another dime. Uh, otherwise, old man, talk with you later, my man. Yeah, and everybody go home and shut up. No, I'm just playing. I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. You guys have, have a good night. night.